greatest weapon of all. First step to solving any problem is recognizing there is one. It's time we started this. Pain isn't something we thought. All we can ever do for our heroes is remember them. And they gave up two lives. The one they were living in and the one they would have lived. They gave up everything for our country, for us. They pray for freedom and justice. Some veterans not getting the timely care that they need. Less than 1% of Americans serving in uniform. Good news is, is that in recent years, we've made historic investments to boost the VA budget. What is it? Why should we care? We should care about press freedom because... Because we were informed. In democratic societies, free, diverse, and pluralist media enable public debates and are essential checks You don't look status. Let's discuss. Um, hey guys, uh, welcome to Vet to Vet podcast. Uh, uh, continuing uh, with our with VA forms today, we're gonna, we want to talk about VA sworn declaration. Yeah, so this one's a simple little episode. So, um, what is uh, VA form twenty one dash forty one thirty eight? So, generally speaking, the VA. Uh, the VA sworn declaration form VA form 21-4138 statement in support of claim is a letter in support of a veteran's claim. It is usually written by a lay person or someone without medical expertise. Importantly, this person could be a re- relative, spouse, friend, co-worker, or fellow service member. The overall purpose is for the veteran to find someone who knows them well and can speak to the impact of the claim condition. Specifically, the individual should be able to adequately describe the onset and progression of the veteran's condition and how it negatively affects their social and occupational functioning. Importantly, the veteran can also submit a VA sworn declaration form on their own behalf and certify that in their testimony is both truthful and accurate. So this form is basically the VA style of a blank piece of paper for you to express anything that you want to support in your claim or to respond to anything that the VA is asking of you. So it's like a blank piece of paper. But of course, like anything you're doing with the VA, be honest and trustworthy because if you find out to be a liar, it's going to be a lot harder with your claims. So what can I, uh, what kind of a lay evidence, a lay statement can I make? What is it? So lay evidence refers to written statements um, provided by a veteran or those familiar with the veteran's situation that aim to help to prove a claim for VA disability benefits. Lay evidence also refers to as lay statements or buddy statements, which can be valuable and versatile pieces of evidence to prove various types of claims. Lay evidence could also either be sworn evidence by using the VA Form 21-4138 or unsworn evidence. Similar to a VA sworn declaration form, lay evidence is used to help bolster a veteran's case and can particularly use, can be particularly useful for filling gaps of information missing from treatment records or service records. Lay evidence can also be used to provide clarifying information to better illustrate the veteran's current condition. So what would be, uh, when, when would I use that let evidence? What would be uh, uh, the cases when I use it? Yeah, so you could use it in the claims or the appeals for service connection. Lay evidence can be used to describe the in-service uh, event, injury, or illness that caused the veteran's disability. 
It can also be used to support a claim or an appeal for an increased rating by detailing the veteran's symptoms, their severity, and the progression over time. Veterans unable to work due to severe, uh, due to service-connected conditions can use lay evidence to help provide entitlement to individual employability benefits by describing the impact these conditions have on their ability to work. And so keep, keep in mind that this form is literally, you could use it for anything that you're trying to express. Yeah, it's pretty much, it refers to like a written statement that you provide. Yeah. Or not you, or maybe anybody else who is familiar with the situation. Evidence is used to help bolster a veteran's case and can be particularly useful for filling gaps of information missing from treatment records or service records. The evidence can also be used to provide clarifying information to better illustrate the veteran's current situation. To demonstrate the value of lay evidence in respect to different types of claims, we will provide a few examples. So in claims or appeals for service connection, lay evidence can be used to describe the in-service event, injury, or illness that caused the veteran's disability. Lay evidence can also be used to support a claim or appeal for an increased rating by detailing the veteran's symptoms, their severity, and the progression over time. Veterans unable to work due to service-connected conditions can use lay evidence to help provide entitlement to individual unemployability benefits by describing the impact these conditions have on their ability to work. So anyone with personal knowledge of the events being uh, discussed with a veteran can write a lay statement. Uh, spouse, family members, friends, co-workers, and those uh, uh, lay statements for veterans should always be signed and uh, be dated. So, and they should indicate how they have uh, this personal knowledge about the veteran situation. Like it's better to follow it. Yeah. And following these steps will uh, help to ensure VA finds the statement credible. For example, a spouse com completing a, a lay statement for a veteran claim should mention the length of time they have been married or living together. So how do, do I submit that lay evidence for VA claims? VA does not require lay evidence to be submitted using one specific form. Spe specific forms do exist, such as the general form for submitting lay evidence, VA Form 21-4138, and VA Form 21-0781 for statements in support of PTSD claims. Veterans can submit lay evidence on any sheet of paper. Again, be sure lay statements are signed and dated. So you could still use a personal statement on a regular piece of paper, but I always think if you're gonna go that far, you might as well just use the VA form. Yeah, even though they are not mandatory, mm. but... But at least it's an official form. Yeah. So what is the weight of lay evidence? So it kind of all depends. So lay evidence can hold a substantial amount of weight in a veteran's VA disability claim when completed by an individual with sufficient professional or sufficient personal knowledge of a veteran's condition and the limitations it presents. Favorable and relative lay evidence must be considered by VA when adjudicating claims, although keep in mind that lay evidence does not hold the same weight as medical records. Lay evidence can be very effective to help prove some elements of a VA claim, but, but it is ineffective for others. So, for example, lay statements can be particularly effective in detailing a stressor for PTSD claims. 
These statements allow the veteran to tell their story in ways medical records cannot. Similarly, a buddy statement, lay evidence written by a fellow service member who have, may have witnessed the event can be quite effective for helping support the PTSD stressor. So, like, lay evidence is usually not effective in circumstances such as establishing a medical nexus between the veteran's current disability and military service. And again, the effectiveness of lay statements has much to do with the knowledge of the lay person. If that person is not a doctor, uh, they cannot establish a link between a condition and service because they lack the expertise to make the judgment. But uh, you can always talk about how this or that affects uh, uh, the veteran and uh, how you've been uh, you know, observing and watching the progression of this or that condition. So um, what are the credible and competent lay evidence? In order for the VA to consider lay evidence, it must be deemed competent and credible. Competency refers to the knowledge of the individual completing the statement. As mentioned before, anyone who prepares a lay statement for a veteran must have personal knowledge of what's being discussed. Credibility speaks more to the reliability of what's being said. So, so pretty much if uh, a body, uh, uh, your battle body with whom you served uh, writes your statement of uh, uh, the events he, he was, you and he were, were part of, uh, uh, the statement would have much more credibility than somebody uh, else who heard that story or who overheard that story from somebody else. Yeah. So what are the common mistakes that reduce credibility? If VA finds inconsistencies in lay statements, the veteran's credibility may be at risk. Inconsistencies can occur due to a num number of reasons such as the veteran detailing events from decades ago and providing different dates across multiple lay statements. To avoid such inconsistencies, veterans can provide more general time frames. For instance, instead of providing a specific date for an event, veterans can explain that it happened during the summer or between 1970 and 71. Veterans can also provide more general view of the events if they simply do not remember and can mention the fact and that fact in their statement. Never exaggerate or downplay your condition when writing a lay statement. Be truthful and consistent across all your statements and avoid all or nothing terminology. So. If you can't remember the specific date, don't write a specific date down because then if they find that that event actually happened at a different time, then they'll try to argue it. So what to do if he determines lay evidence is not credible or is incompetent? If the VA determines that a veteran's lay statement is not credible, he or she can respond with another lay statement. For example, if VA notice inconsistent dates mentioned across lay statements, the veteran can respond by explaining that they do not remember the exact dates and perhaps provided some context such as the reason during which an event occurred. Always be honest with your statements. In context of competence, veterans can submit lay statements explaining how that person has enough personal knowledge of the subject matter to make the statement. Uh, what is the difference between a, a sworn declaration form uh, and lay evidence? So VA form 21-4138, a VA sworn declaration needs to be filled out on a VA form 21-4138 in order to be considered a formal and, and valid. Under oath, when, when filling out VA form 
21-4138 and submitting a sworn declaration, veterans will notice the wording under pen penalty of perjury. This means that the author of the form, the which is the veteran or the person writing it, is legally certifying the statement similar to making a promise under oath. Here the purpose is to guarantee that the context of the declaration are factual and that the individual is telling the truth in the eyes of the law. If the VA can provide that the author of the declaration is lying, they may be subject to legal consequences. Yes, with this being said, VA sworn declaration forms may hold more weight in the eyes of VA adjudicators for that reason. Yeah. So it demonstrates that you fully believe that the information you are providing is accurate. Uh, furthermore, you are attesting to that even with a penalty of perjury or serious legal trouble as possibility. As such, the VA adjudicator may consider the gravity of the statement when making a decision. But it's important to know that VA's phone declaration does not need to be notarized in order to be considered official. Yeah, just make sure you sign it. So when, when should I use this phone declaration? VA's phone declarations may be helpful when uh, filing for service connection, increased ratings, or individual unemployment employability benefits. However, a VA sworn declaration can be used to do the following as well. So you could fill in the gaps of an original statement that might have been missed. You could support a lack of medical evidence saying the reasons of why you didn't have medical insurance at this time or you, when you first got out, you didn't go to medical for the f first five years after you got out, you know, things like that. And to correct or clarify the record, so if the VA says, you know, we got you being deployed over here and you're like, no, I was in Japan at the time. You could, you could respond to that and show them records where there's an error. Um, yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, if you don't know how to fill it up, uh, you can always uh, go to your local VSO and uh, yeah. get help. Yeah. Uh, that's it guys uh, for today's podcast. Do you have any book, or great movie, or stuff to do that you would recommend? So we're all kind of staying at home because of this virus, so we started to watch The Sopranos again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on season two right now. But yeah, it's actually a lot better than what you remember. It's really good. Uh, and uh, to end the podcast, quote of words of wisdom of the day. I'm prepared for the worst, but hope for the best said by Benjamin uh, Disraeli. Uh, that's it, folks. Thank you for listening. Until next time, over and out. Thank you.